Monster Mode Meltdown. Oh, it's almost the end of the summer. But hey, don't worry about it. You're with the Monster Mode Meltdown with Sean McGee. So we're hanging on to the sunshine with Sergey Golovin.
Yeah, very sunny tune, very sunny. That's Horizon Runner from uh, 2019 satellite album by Sergei Golovin. He's something of an enigma, actually. There's not a lot of information online about him. I counted up 14 solo albums. Uh, born in 1988 in a really small Siberian town and uh, is inspired by Steve Vai, Paul Gilbert and uh, Guthrie Govan gets a mention in there as well. Um, but I guess uh, listening to that tune, the sun must come out in Siberia because uh, what a wonderfully sunny disposition that tune has. Super happy, super fresh. So welcome to the show. Up next we've got Alan Azar. This is called Red Shifted Area. Thank you. 
that's Lebanese whittler Alan Azar. And uh, he was bought a, a nylon string guitar by his father when he was a young boy. Uh, fit, well, I say young boy, he was actually 15. So in the world of guitar greats, that's actually uh, probably quite late to start. But uh, in 2001, he put together Aliens, uh, and they were massive, apparently, in the underground of, in Lebanon. So... Uh, uh, they were they were essentially a thrash band from what I can read here. Um, he uh, he's uh, recently relocated to LA, however, um, although he's been very very uh, vocal about saying to his uh, Lebanese fans that uh, nothing changes. He's still proud and loud, and uh, I really rate him. So uh, yeah, go check it out. That's Alan Azar from the 2011 album The Cosmologist. Okay, moving forwards, I'm going to play someone who uh, some of you may well not have heard of. He's a new find for me, and um, I'm rather assuming he likes his movies and stuff, because this tune's called McFly. There's no mention of a Marty, but you get where I'm going with that, don't you? <laughs> this is Cody McKenna. This is, uh, this is really, really cool and uh, quite a fresh sound for the show, so hope you enjoy <laughs>
bog. That's interesting, isn't it? So that's uh, from uh, it's Cody McKenna, um, but it's actually under a band name called The Circle of Wonders. Cody's out of Burbank, California as our Circle of Wonders. Now, that's actually from an album called The Circle of Wonders, Welcome to the Circle, which is the first of a five-part anthology of a conceptualization idea. And uh, he doesn't really give a lot away. And given that that was done in 2017, uh, we could do some information, Cody. Let us know what's happening. Because <laughs> I'm sucked in. There's a real Queensryche vibe about that, and I think that uh, I think that uh, comes across really, really well. And uh, yeah, so all it says uh, online about the uh, the conceptual idea: somewhere there's a travelling circus where strange things happen. Welcome to the circle. We've been expecting you. Very interesting stuff. Yes, Cody McKenna, and uh, yeah, so. I'm going to play this band now. We haven't played them on the show. We've played one of their guitar players, and uh, in a coming show, we're going to play their other guitar player as well. Uh, does that give anything away? I'm not sure. It should do. Come on. Technical difficulties. This is Racer X.
That was recorded just before the millennium. That's a 1999 release, that. That's Technical Difficulties and Racer X. And whereas I was talking about the two guitar players, obviously I was talking about Paul Gilbert and uh, Bruce uh, Bouillet, but uh, Bruce didn't feature on that album, so uh, I'm guessing that was uh, post his... Um, I know he had some trouble with carpal tunnel syndrome. So it's the third album the band released, uh, and uh, in actual fact it was uh, released through uh, Shrapnel, in the States uh, and Mascot Records uh, uh, interestingly in Europe so not a, not a shrapnel European release and uh, yeah I mean um, the, the, the lineup for that album um, really stellar uh, musicians Paul Gilbert uh, guitars Jeff Martin vocals Scott Travis on the drums and John Alderette on the bass and obviously Scott Travis went on to join the priest and uh, came up with that phenomenal uh, intro to the painkiller tune so uh, Scott doesn't need any uh, any sort of more smoke blowing uh, he's uh, he's pretty awesome gonna play some Hedris Ramos now uh, I'm not sure if I've pronounced that right I uh, I hope so uh, apologies to uh, to Hedris if that's not right <laughs> tunes called transitions this is both heavy as anything and delicately beautiful all at the same time
That's some eight-string meat there from Hedris Ramos. Uh, track's called uh, Transitions, and it's from the album... Um, and what's the album called? It's uh, it's called The Impressionist from 2017. album actually features an appearance by Pliny, who we played on a previous show. Um, so, uh, yeah, Hedris is... Uh, well, he is... Um, something um, of a, a sort of um, of a new person on the scene, really. And uh, the album was uh, entirely composed, recorded, and mixed by him. Um, he was born and raised in Guatemala, but now he's in LA. And actually, uh, where is it? Something uh, uh, interesting about Guatemala. Here we go. It's chosen by Axel Rose to open for Guns N' Roses in Guatemala. So, Hedris Ramos opening for Guns N' Roses. What a mix-up that was. Wow. Just uh, very different, though, I'd imagine. Uh, I can't imagine that going into Paradise City, but, you know, each to their own. Good on you, Hedris. I really like your stuff. So, I'm going to play some Saul Rico now. This wonderful piece of music is called Indescriptable.
That's uh, Saul Rico there. That's the Mexican's take on uh, the writings and the life of Christ. As a, as a Christian musician, uh, Saul has uh, recorded with all his uh, wonderful, uh, illustrious colleagues in his home, uh, Mexico. album was called Doxology. It was uh, released in 2019. And, uh, yeah, what a lovely, lovely piece of music. And uh, it took me a while to decide which piece to actually play on the show. Uh, they're all really, really lovely. So, uh, yeah. Um, a lovely tribute to the life of Christ. Rocking out four on the floor style now with Danielle Chirani. This is called Pacific Coast Highway. Meltdown. 
is sure to appeal to the ACDC fans out there. That's Danielle Chirani. Tune's called Pacific Coast Highway. And uh, Danielle, uh, a man of few words. This is all I can find. I like writing and playing instrumental songs. I play guitar, bass, keyboards and program drum tracks using software instruments. That's it. <laughs> but I tell you what, he still crossed uh, my Google search uh, a few weeks ago and uh, I really like it. That's uh, We don't often uh, play that kind of uh, f- sort of straightforward, f- as I said, four on the floor stuff here on the Meltdown. So uh, it's all got its place, of course. And uh, yeah, just uh, really cool. Good party driving music. Lovely, lovely stuff. So, we've made it to this week's Moments with Sean. The featured guitarist this week is an absolute British icon of the guitar. I'm talking about David Gilmour. I'm talking about the band Pink Floyd. And I'm talking about, well, how we learn to play guitar, really. Uh, so when uh, when uh, we uh, put down our cardboard guitars, as I've talked about before, and uh, Rick was the first one of us to actually get a guitar... Um, we all we didn't know who to try and learn from, whose chops to pick up and stuff. And Rick uh, landed on David Gilmore and uh, started to pick up all sorts of Pink Floyd songs. In actual fact, jammed them out with uh, with his band at the time, Scarlet Lady. And uh, so David Gilmore had an absolutely profound um, uh, influence on what we were doing. At that age, I mean, I'm talking, what, 17, maybe 18 years of age. And uh, I wasn't particularly into the the dark side of the moon stuff in those days because I found that all a little bit um, dark and a little bit moody and and a bit art house. Um, I was much more into the bubblegum music of the day. And uh, I got very into the Pink Floyd album, A Momentary Lapse of Reason. And the reason I did was because of the production value. It was wonderfully fresh and airy sounding. And on that album was a wonderful instrumental track called Terminal Frost, which features an absolutely gorgeous piece of piano and a gorgeous piece of lead work from David Gilmore. So this is it. This is Terminal Frost. Enjoy.
That takes me right back, that does. Right back to those days. Hoping, hoping one day I'd have a hit album with a guitar. And it never happened. But it doesn't matter, because the magic is in the dream. And, uh, oh, just goosebumps. I'm covered in goosebumps. I should have said also, stellar saxophonist on that track as well. Really, really good. Pink Floyd, Terminal Frost, and, of course, the marvellous David Gilmore. So I'm going to play a new a new guy to me. I've uh, been chatting with him online. He's so much fun. He's, uh, he's come up with all sorts of um, names for his style of playing. And I've heard people call it, you know, uh, Chippendale metal and uh, all sorts of stuff like that. It's hilarious. Uh, Nintendo Rock, I think that was another one I've read. Um, but this guy, it's a really cool genre, this. I really like it. I've played a few tracks that I think sit nicely in it. It's kind of like the computer gamey kind of thing and stuff. Um, this is a little bit more Dragon Force in, in style. Um, and uh, funnily enough, I'll tell you an amusing story about uh, Fraser's connection with Dragon Force. After this track, which is from his brand new album, it's out at midnight. It's Fraser Edwards. And this is called The Prophet.
as I was saying, back in 2020, Fraser released an album, and the debut single on that album was called Stop Saying We Sound Like Dragon Force. Uh, and if you read the lyrical content in that, it's uh, very much for adults only. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that uh, piqued Herman Lee's interest, and uh, it all basically led to Fraser um, collaborating with Herman on Herman's own uh, Twitch channel online. So uh, I'm guessing there's been a bit of a friendship grown out of that. So that just goes to prove, you know, uh, if you were... Uh if you kind of like look up to someone and stuff and uh, you do it the right way, you could end up working with them one day and uh, I think that's super fresh. So tell you a little bit about the CD. It's called The Reckoning. Uh, the tra- that track was called The Prophet. It opens the CD. And uh, yeah, Fraser's got some cool guys on there. And uh, where's, where's the guy's name? Um, so on the drums is uh, Andrew Scott. Now Andrew's famous for working with King King and, and more sort of appropriate for this show. Uh, also working with Paul Gilbert, so uh, Fraser's in some good company there. Um, the album features um, all sorts of, uh, of, of influences from um, Avicii style EDM through to country and bluegrass, and uh, also features it features extensive use of uh, Fraser's um, banjo uh, techniques. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean it's. Um, he doesn't take himself too seriously and I have to say it's I applaud him for it it's a cracking CD Fraser you've done a stellar job so we've got time for just one more tune tonight and closing the show is the one and only Alan Amy and this tune is called Stick to Your Guns and I have to say this has got that really really cool kind of like a mid 80s uh, kind of thump to it uh, this is the kind of metal and stuff I grew up with this is epically cool this is stick to your guns
show. So that's from the 1989 album Survivor. And uh, Alan is uh, famous for uh, traveling around with his theatre. Uh, he does. A, he's an artist. He's a director. He's also an author as well. Cares about all things of the arts. So that's Alan Amy. Tune was called Stick to Your Guns. Well, that's the end of the show. You've been listening to Sean McGee on the Monster Modal Meltdown. Hope you've enjoyed it tonight. We've had a good old mix-up. And uh, I'd say tonight's show, well, it's got to be sponsored by Friends and the Good Days. It's been Noodles, Chops and Whittlery on the Monster Modal Meltdown. We'll see you next time. It's the Meltdown. And that's some rap.